Welcome, everybody, to an all-new episode of GVN Breakdown. I like the name Breakdown. Uh, this is our second uh, episode where we use the name Breakdown. Our first one was earlier in the week when we broke down uh, live-action Batman. Uh, that is probably going to be our most controversial breakdown we will ever do. Uh, AJ, I'm prepared to be uh, dragged by the by the throat by many of the uh, diehard... Um, Nolanites is what I call them. Nolanites. Uh, the Nolanites. Um, but this breakdown, me and AJ will be breaking down what you can expect or what you should expect from the Snyder Cut. Now, I know a lot of you will hear this and go, wait a minute. Uh, this doesn't sound like you guys breaking down the new trailer that he dropped. We will be doing a separate review for that uh, when it drops. Um, I don't know when I'm dropping this episode, so I don't want to say tomorrow and then I drop it like Friday. So, uh, just don't worry. We'll be breaking down whatever trailer Zack Snyder gives us uh, this week. Um, you'll be getting that content, so don't worry about that. But as for this, we'll be breaking down all the things you should and could and would expect from this Snyder Cut. Uh, as usual, I'm your host, Juwan, joined by AJ. AJ, you ready to get into this? I'm ready. Promotion. Uh, I'm ready. <laughs> you stupid. All right, so... Uh, we got casting news. Uh, the biggest, obviously, is Jared Leto's Joker um, coming back for the first time since uh, David Ayer's Suicide Squad to be in uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. From the sounds of it, it's something small, uh, but apparently Zack Snyder's saying it's going to be drastically different than what we saw Leto look like for Ayer's um, Suicide Squad. I never had a problem with how Jared Leto looked. So whatever Zach does will only be, I guess, a moot point. Um, I love how Jared Leto looked. Uh, I had no problem with it. The way that these douche... First of all, you know what's funny, AJ? All right. So when Jared Leto... Uh, when David Ayer first dropped the photo of Jared Leto, right? He had the damage on his forehead. He had the Mr. J. Uh, he had the, the J for Joker on his cheek. He had tattoos all over his body. Everyone immediately said, nope, 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 hate it, right? But this is the same country that went bananas when Trippy Red, Takashi 69, all these other uh, uh, rappers came out with tattoos all over their bodies, all over their faces, right? And made these two guys superstars, right? So everyone came, came down on me when I said, when that was released, you're not going to tell me that a modern day douchebag doesn't look just like this. And everyone kept saying, no, 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 no. That's not how Joker's supposed to look. That's stupid. Why does he look like that? And I'm like, all right, so can we rewind to the fact that the Joker that you guys deemed to be your favorite didn't fall in a bat of acid, didn't have the permanent skin change, the makeup was something he had to put on. Like, none of his story was real to what the Joker's was. And you guys ate it up. Shit, we had a movie, AJ, <laughs> that revolved around the possibility that he imagined the whole goddamn thing. So I'm like, people love to pick and choose when things are apropos to their needs. Uh, and they don't do it with any other character like they do with Joker. Um, but I said all that to say, I'm excited to see Jared Leto back as Joker. Um, I wish we lived in a different world where um, Birds of Prey 
was trying to take down Joker uh, for Harley to get her true emancipation rather than wasting you and McGregor's mask, uh, bl- uh, uh, black mask. Nah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? I like I like um the way they use black mask and birds no, of no, prey. No, no, no. I wouldn't have minded it if he lit. All right, all right. So let me let me specify here. When that came out, or no, 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 when that was announced that they were going to use Black Mask, it was not a definitive Ben wasn't coming back, right? So I'm like, okay, um, Ben saying he doesn't want to come back during obviously the time that this movie's being made and coming out. So I'm like, all right, if he lives, whoever his replacement is can still interact with Black Mask. And then it wasn't until at, way after the movie, obviously, we got a new Batman. Um, but they killed him off. And I'm like, well, he was so good as Black Mask. He was only getting started. Um, and you guys killed him off. Like, what What the hell was that? Like, you couldn't just bring him back for a second movie or for another Batman character? So when I, when I say wasted, I only mean that in the, in the idea of Ewan McGregor more. Yeah. so much more with Black Mask. Um, like, he was becoming Black Mass, like, legit, before our eyes, becoming the Black Mass that we all know and love. Um, and not only did they waste him, I'm a huge Victor's Ass fan. And they wasted Victor's Ass. So I'm like, you guys are killing me. Um, so on top of you putting fucking Renee Montoya in the, in the Birds of Prey, I was just like, all right, this movie's really trying its best to lose me. Um... But yeah, I'm excited for Jared Leto returning. Uh, AJ, um, speak to this. I've been hearing rumors that uh, Jared Leto's appearance in Justice League is purely to answer or or more specifically show us what happened to Dick Grayson's Robin, uh, the Robin in Ben Affleck's Batman world. That was the Robin that died for some reason instead of Jason Todd. I, Again, Zack Snyder wasn't shouldn't have been the guy that you know was building a Batman world, um, but apparently that's what I'm hearing. Jared Leto's appearance could be. Have you have you been hearing anything like that? Yeah, I've been hearing that same rumor running around too. Is it true? Is it true right now? No, I don't think it's true until Zack says it's true. Um, Right now, it's not confirmed. The only thing that we know is basically what Zach said on Grace, um, Grace Randolph's interview with him. Ah, uh, don't say her name. Uh, well, it's her interview, so I have to. Um, but yeah, but this is the quote that he actually says. He says, um, of course, I wanted to, of course, honor what had been created with him because I thought it was really cool, but I also felt like well, I'm not going to tell you what happens. And he's not, he's basically saying he's not going to tell us anything other than um, he's going to be um, road weary. He's going to look like a road weary Joker. Um, and that's basically all we get in that interview about Jarlow's Joker. It, it's not going to, he's not going to have that much of an impact on the, ju- in the Justice League um, movie. Um, what is it lengthwise it's probably gonna be like a two minute maybe three minute oh, not even three minutes probably like one two minute cameo in the justice league so i wouldn't be surprised if it was that long so that that's basically what 
um, what Zack Snyder said in the interview about um, about Jared Leto's Joker. See, I my biggest thing is um, apparently, um, it seemingly it looks like he's doing as much as possible to close the the book on the chapter that is the entire Snyder run, which is the David Ayer Suicide Squad, which is the Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman. Um, you know, uh, he's kind of capsulating all of that off. Um, I, to me, yes, I, Jared Leto's Joker. I loved his Joker. I had not one problem with it. I wish we could have seen him flesh it out a bit more. Um, he had ev- he had all the right pieces to make for a really, really, really great Joker against Ben's Batman. We're moving on. Obviously, we have a new Batman. He's probably not going to be Joker past this. We're moving on. My thing is, um, I'm just curious what what this has to do with the story. I mean, the Justice League theatrically that we got um, looked as if there was no room for our Joker appearance in it. Um, so is this like Batman reflecting and he's remembering back to one of his greatest failures um, because the Justice League failed maybe? Um, like, is this another nightmare scenario? Um, who knows? But to me, it's just one of those things where it's like, honestly, if Zach wants to put whatever he wants to put in here, go ahead. I just need, and I want to say this, AJ, and I'm going to pass it over to you to, to, to take over. I need Zach in the Zack Snyder fans to understand one thing. Once he does this, you all have to stop. Um, I'm already seeing uh, heroic Hollywood and other uh, uh, whatever you call it um, platforms saying that Zack is saying, yeah, he has ideas for a Justice League. No. 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 Do this and let it be done. And then I need everyone to move on. Meaning, when it's the anniversary of Justice League, I don't want to hear from Zach. When it's the anniversary of Man of Steel, I don't want to hear from Zach. Because this will always be a narrative of, well, Zach, look how good that Snyder Cut was. Why can't he do two? His vision, albeit, I thought the movies were good. Let me, let me preface that. His vision was flawed, AJ. He was about to kill Batman. <laughs> like He had a flawed vision in a very rushed timeline to get it done in. He killed Superman in his very second movie. So I'm like, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, not everybody needs the keys to the car. Some people are just good starting the car and allowing someone else to drive it. I think Zach is one of those guys that it's like, yo, all right, I'm doing a Batman movie. I need someone to help me with the aesthetics of it. Zach is a perfect person to call, you know, or if it's like, man, I kind of want to do something different with my Superman. Zach is a perfect person to call. I'm just saying I don't need him being my maestro to my entire universe, because when you did that, it was very much flawed. Um, So I'm, I, I've let go all of my frustration with the, with the Snyder cut fans Make this movie, let it be everything you guys wanted it to be, and then move on. Yeah, um, you're just going to have to let that one go, Juwan. Um, that's never going to happen, if, especially if Justice League is a big success. 
um, people are going to just ask for more from Zack Snyder, Warner Brothers, AT&T, um, HBO Max. They're just going to ask for more. Um, it just comes with the territory of making a good movie. Um, comes with the territory of having fans of said director, um, Zack Snyder. I agree with you. Um, Zack Snyder's, um, I think he has good ideas with the DCEU. But like you said, they are very flawed. And for me, I feel like it's very rushed. I agree with that. But there's a lot more people right now that want Zack Snyder to stay and work on DC movies for a long time. It's and it, it, it might happen. Yeah, we, we've, been, we've been saying um, this Justice League wasn't going to happen at all. It's done. It's done. But we're here now talking about a Justice League trailer that's going to be um, here tomorrow. So any, anything can happen at this point. Yeah, my my mindset is AJ. Sure, you can't change the mindset of millions. I I understand that. I'm just saying, I would, and I'm trying to reason with with maniacs. But I, I really wish they would stop moving the goalposts. That that's a losing battle on your part, then. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. Um, but you got to stop moving the goalposts. You wanted this. You got this. Why can't this be enough? Like wh- it's because they did the impossible, like but moving the impossible move never it. happens twice, AJ. But it happened first. People people will do it again if they want to. It might not happen, but people will do it again because they believe that it will happen again, even though it might not happen again. It's just it's it's honestly the most. It's a mindset. It's honestly the most frustrated I think I've ever been in my life. Look, look, this. look. If you if you won the basketball uh, basketball tournament in your high school, would you quit basketball? You wouldn't you wouldn't quit basketball because you won the tournament. It's a if you win something, you're gonna keep on you're gonna keep on doing it until you win again. And even if you lose, they've lost multiple times, but at that moment they won, so they're just gonna keep trying. They won't give up. <laughs> But okay, all right. But my biggest beef is with Zach. Um, now that you got this, if, if you're Zach, here's my thing: if Zach was a one-hit wonder director, I would say, you know what, he he should probably revel in this because that's all he has. You know, like like when you hear of like a one-hit wonder uh, rapper, and it's like he's gonna try to live off this one song for like the next fifty years. I. Mm-hmm. This man has shown that he is a phenomenal um, visual director. He could go on and do so many different things. But the thing is, he is doing so many other things. He's no, no, working no, no. hard. But let me tell you, no, no, no. Let me tell you my problem with him. Mm-hmm. My problem with him is don't fuel the fire. So if someone says, man, Zach, if this is really good, would, would you think about a second one? Your answer should be, I have no interest in doing in doing any more Justice League movies. This was something I wanted to do because it was important to me. I, I put a lot of work into it. I just wanted fans to see my version. When you say that, you can start to begin the process to heal the minds of the sick, Zach. And I don't mean like mentally sick. I mean like just being stupid. Um, but the more he loves this, 
So you ask him about a Justice League 2, he'll answer it. And it's like, stop it. <laughs> like, stop it. And I promise you, this whole cult will calm down to a point to where they cease to exist. He doesn't want it to calm down, no. That's my he point. Lo- he AJ. loves it. That's why I hate but him would, so would much. You, would you ask Christopher Nolan not to make an artistic movie just because fans love it? You wouldn't, you wouldn't no, say No, 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 no. Here's that. the equivalent. Here's the equivalent. The equivalent would be if uh, the Nolanites came out and was like, I want a Batman 4. And then he makes the Batman 4. Mm-hmm. And then... Someone goes, well, the Batman 4 made $600 billion. Will you do a Batman 5? You know what I have? I no. Leave it there. You if want it's successful, it, and if he wants to do it, it, he's going to do it again. <laughs> there's, no way, anyway, there's no way around it. Anyway, um, me and you both enjoyed the trailer that we got at um, DC mm-hmm. Fandom. They yeah. did a great job. He did a great job shooting it. Uh, apparently, he said we should expect the trailer back soon. They had rights issues with the song. Very poetic song to pick for that trailer. Uh, we didn't get many new shots. The biggest new shot that we got uh, was seeing Darkseid for the first time uh, through Zach's eyes. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, we know that Ben did a little bit more shooting. We know uh, Ezra's doing some weird kind of shooting thing because he's filming something. Mm-hmm. Um we know that uh, Joe Manganiello came back for Deathstroke to film some stuff. I think AJ, me and you um, kind of were assuming that what he came back to film was probably uh, him breaking Lex out of prison. Uh, more times than none, that's probably what it... Because that was something that was in uh, when Zach was showing off his uh, storyboard for Justice League. That, I believe, was one of the, the things he was showing off was Slade breaking Lex out of prison. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. If, if it wasn't you that that, uh, that I was talking uh, about that with, please correct me if I'm wrong, AJ. I'm not sure on that one. Uh, maybe. Um, but anyway, um, so we know some familiar faces are coming back. We obviously know there's... Um, so apparently, Zach... Uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but apparently, Zach said, there's not a lot of footage we should expect yeah, I, I have the quote right here. So basically, yeah, he says, where is it? So basically what happened is it, it says the brand brand new four-hour version of the Justice League will feature four or five minutes of newly shot footage out of the four-hour um, four Justice League cut. So it's basically just four, to five, four or five minutes on top of the two-plus hours that we haven't seen scene in Justice League and also none of the shots that Josh Whedon took. So all of those shots are cut out uh, that Josh Whedon did. None of those are in it. Uh, basically, it's a whole new movie. Right. And what I want to be specific about in that quote that some might get lost on is the movie will still be drastically different than what we saw in the theaters. Yeah. That was Zach's point. Zach is just telling us the, sh- the shooting that he's doing now is only for a few minutes of additional mm-hmm. filming. Um, but overall, he got a lot of what he wanted. Uh, his first go around when he shot it, he just obviously couldn't finish it. Um, so for everyone that was assuming that this movie never existed and he would and he's like filming a new movie now, um, him saying that is to clear up. I shot a lot of this movie. 
before I made my exit. And then Josh came in and then completely cherry picked everything. Um, so, I mean, that that's really interesting to, to hear that uh, majority of this is already shot by Zach. He's just doing pretty much. It sounds like finishing touches. Um, also one of the biggest things was Zach showed off a picture of what his Martian Manhunter looked like. Uh, what'd you think saying that AJ? I forgot about that. Um, Oh my God, AJ, come on. I, I, uh, what is it? It was cool. Do you want to look it up while while I talk? No, I I know. I know what it looks like. It it looked cool, but it was just a blurry picture of himself with his phone, which was still blurry. (laughs) So, (laughs) So I understand the hype but we're never going to get it and that i don't know i don't know i'm gonna tell you this right now i don't know that that didn't already exist i don't know that that wasn't already interesting i mean he talked about it not recently i'm talking about way back when people were theorizing that we would get martian manhunter from henry lennox people Mm -hmm. were theorizing like what he said was henry lennox's turning into the martian manhunter it's stuff I heard about AJ years ago before Justice League came out that people were theorizing would be Martian Manhunter's entrance, which pretty much was to warn everybody of the, of the, uh, you know, of what was to come. So to me, it's very possible that it was already shot. If he drew it, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you told me I could only perform my hit song one more time, I am doing all kinds of craziness in that last performance. So I wholeheartedly believe if he's showing us that, that photo or, or that drawing rather, sorry. Um, if he's talking about it, it was something that was probably shot that obviously if you're Josh Whedon probably didn't understand how it fit, probably didn't want it in, or maybe it wasn't finished. Who knows? Um, but I find it very hard to believe that if Zach in this movie is giving us his version of Hal Jordan, that he doesn't have his version of Martian Manhunter um, uh, possibly debuting in this also. Um, but who knows? I could be completely wrong. Hal Jordan could be out. Martian Manhunter could be out. Uh, you know, Joe Manganiello could, you know, not be breaking uh, Lex Luthor out. Who knows? I could be completely off on all of this. But um, to me, Zach so far everything he's shown has served a purpose. Um, so I showing Martian Manhunter, I assume pays off in some way or why the hell did you show us? I would, Hey guys, I drew this photo. Uh, okay, great. Jim Lee does that for a living. Okay. So I assume it has something to do with the movie. Um, but um, so yeah, so that's, that's really cool. But Overall, AJ, you had a huge post about this Snyder Cut and your excitement about it. Uh, what, what are some of the things that are just like ringing your excitement bell? Okay, um, it's still going on, first of all. The post is still going on. Um, but a little bit of it, I'm excited to see what Ray Fisher has to um, do with the overarching story of Justice League. I've heard that he has a lot of time and Zack Snyder's Justice League and it was cut out and Josh Whedon's Justice League, which is a tragedy. Um, also, the black suit Superman, of course, um, is going to be greatness. We've all saw it in the trailer. Um, 
I'm more I'm interested on how the portrayal of Ezra Miller is going to um, of the Flash is going to impact the Justice League. Um, for me, I wasn't a fan of Ezra Miller as the Flash. Um, his portrayal of it, I thought it was a little weak. So hopefully Zach's vision of the Flash is a lot better than what we got in the 2017 version of Justice League. Also, um, we're finally going to see um, Kersey Clemens as Iris Rust. Um, I wish she was going to be in The Flash, but I'm hearing reports that she's not going to be in The Flash anymore, which, which sucks. Which everything that they're saying about this movie sucks. No Reverse Flash sucks. Um, uh, the idea that, you know, we probably won't get Thomas Wayne sucks. No Iris. I don't care about that. Sucks. You don't care about no Tom. Jeff a Flash? And the Flash? No, I don't really care about that. AJ, that's the whole big arcing story of Flashpoint. Yeah, who said they were doing Flashpoint though? They did. They said they're adapting Flashpoint. Have you adapting? Not- adapting and copying are not the same thing, though. AJ. You can still you can still change a little bit of the Flashpoint storyline. <laughs> Look at Logan, old man Logan. Nowhere near the same as um Logan. So you can change it up and still make it feel like Flashpoint. Yeah, but they weren't they weren't really here's the difference of that. They couldn't do Old Man Logan because they didn't have the rights. It wasn't because he wanted to drastically change it. He did the best he could with just like Civil War. If Feige could have made that a bigger event film with all these different characters, mutants and all that, he would have didn't have the rights. You legit have Thomas Wayne and and uh, Eobard Thawne and Iris, and you're choosing not to use them. That's different. That's if that's if the rumors are true, though. We have no idea what this film is going to be. We're all just speculating at this point. I mean, sure. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. That movie shouldn't exist, whether it's a loose adaptation or not. That whole premise shouldn't exist without Reverse Flash. Like, we heard directly from the director's mouth that it is about Barry going back in time, wanting to save his mom. Uh, his mom. We heard that at um, Fandome. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wait, if Barry's going back in time to save his mom, how the hell are you going to explain how she died to begin with if there's no reverse flash? Yeah, reverse, reverse flash <laughs> has to be in it. I don't really That's care for her. I don't really care for Thomas. He doesn't have to be in the Flash movie. It's... It doesn't, it doesn't really matter for me I'm with that character as a whole. Uh, sure, you can use them, but I don't really care if you do or do not use them. Well, I mean, shit, at this point, why not? You add every other goddamn Batman in this movie. Yeah, that, that is true. That is true. Why not? But um, but no, revert. that was the one rumor, AJ, that I heard that I was just like, all right, if, if he's not in this movie, you've completely told me that like you just this movie is purely just for you to blend worlds and and, and to mend fences for different shit and that's it okay um, with the flash the way they're talking about it it's it sounds so convoluted and terrible and people are eating this up and it's it's weird to me i'm like oh this is cool that's cool sure all those uh what was it michael keaton being in it sounds sounds cool and all but how does it fit in 
the overarching story of the Flash himself. It sounds like they're doing cameos on cameos on cameos. Here's, and then it's going. Here's the problem that I have, AJ. And I said this, I said this when I first heard that they were gonna use this solo as a flashpoint movie. I said I don't like it because you know what it reminds me of, AJ? It reminds me of everything I hated about Captain Marvel. That movie only existed to explain why we were seeing her in Endgame that came out a few months later. That was it. That movie served no other purpose. And to me, it's like that should never be what a solo movie is is about. Think about this. Black Panther came out before Infinity War. There was no fucking mention of an Avenger in that entire movie. So the end credit where Bucky came out is White Wolf. That's how you do a origin story where you allow it to be what it is. But then again, Black Panther did have the advantage of being in, in, in Civil War. So he was introduced there. But to me, Flash Solo should be about his struggle with either Reverse Flash or his rogues. And you can do an event film that has nothing to do with the trilogy. And you can call it Flashpoint and you could muddy that shit up however you want. But my issue is, if you make this too convoluted, this is his first solo that you're making convoluted. How the hell are you going to untangle this for for a, a, a follow-up? Like, Flashpoint should be used as an event film, the same way Civil War is not a fucking Captain America movie. It's literally an Avengers movie. Like, it, it literally got muddied. What, like, honestly, halfway through that movie, I went, what is the name of this shit again? And then my dad was like, it's Captain America Civil War. And I was just like, this is some bullshit. Feige found a way to make another Avengers movie without making it an Avengers movie. And um, that's what I consider Flashpoint. I'm like, you're making an event movie and calling it his solo. Why? The focus isn't just on him. It's about you building. It's about world building. And that shouldn't be, that pressure shouldn't be on Ezra and... Um, what's his name shoulders for this this solo flash movie so to me i just look at it and i go no reverse flash no iris you already lost me i'm actually gonna look that up <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't believe that there's gonna be no reverse flash it better it better not be the case aj it better not be the goddamn case you will lose me because then the whole premise makes no sense we we're gonna say a robber killed barry's mom and, and, and he wants to go back in time and stop the rock. Come on, man. Come on. So a lot of that is just like, yeah, I'm with you, AJ. That That's more blowing smoke than anything else because you don't put that in. What the fuck are we doing here then? Um, but I wanted to get to your point of hopefully Zach does uh, Ezra a little, Ezra's run a little bit better. Zach is the person that made Ezra's run horrible. Mm -hmm. um, his whole breakdown of why he thought that run was uh was good for for a speedster was so fucking confusing because i'm like zach what you're saying makes no sense i see that in ice capades like that's how they they roller skate at the olympics like what why does he run like that um so the bigger thing would be in the flash solo hopefully they have him run more realistic than whatever ice skating rink shit zach was doing with with the flash um, but I mean, you brought up a good point of Cyborg. We saw, um, photos and we saw in the trailer that Vic had a lot more to do 
in that movie than yeah. what we saw in the theatrical version. Um, I can already see myself crying now because I love the actor, but seeing his dad die right in front of him is, is, you know, is very important. Why that was cut, I have no idea. That was very Cause, important. Because Josh is a terrible director. See, you say that, you say that, but then I go, Avengers was really good. He's a one-hit wonder. He is a one-hit okay. wonder. Okay, I can give you that, because Age of Ultron was... was <laughs> um, so I can give you that, but a, a horrible director, not when Avengers was that good. But I'll give you one-hit wonder. I can give you that. I don't remember anything else. I never watched Buffy, so I don't know anything else that he did that was that was good. Someone would have to tell me, but... um. But no, um, that was important because to me, I said to myself, once I saw the trail, I'm like, if you didn't have that in, what really was your importance of putting his dad in a movie at all? Um, like, you could have had any other scientists be like, hey, Vic, like, this is how you use your powers. This is what your dad left in his notes. Like, to me, it was just, it was weird. It was like, that scene is very important to Vic. Why wouldn't you put it in? Like I said, terrible director. AJ, we can, you know, that is not true. Say one hit wonder. Terrible director, one hit wonder. Oh my God. AJ. <laughs> ridiculous. Anyway, um, so what other shots did you see from the uh, Snyder Cut trailer that, uh, that you're really confused on why it wasn't kept in the theatrical version? To be honest, I, to be honest, I'm just trying to figure out why they just didn't use any of Zack Snyder's shot. Why they had to create a whole whole new movie out of a movie they already had and then well, waste more money. The biggest thing is we know that they wanted to keep that movie at specifically two hours. At two hours so that they can get um, that paycheck. But right. So that was a good enough reason for them to cut a good portion of that movie was to keep it short. Um, and you know, it's crazy. I've watched that movie maybe six times. Never feels rushed. Never felt rushed. The movie just never felt rushed. It, it felt weird rushed. to me. The just, just sleep 2017. It felt all over the place to me. It just, it felt rushed. The editing was poorly done. Just everything filmmaking wise, it was just really bad. Now, was it edited poorly? Was it was it executed poorly? I'll give you all of that. But and, and again, this is just this is just my opinion. This is only my opinion. I never felt like it felt rushed. I honestly, every time I watch it, I'm just like, damn, like this was horribly not horribly, but this was badly done. But it feels long as shit. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I just I, I view it differently. Uh, maybe I'm just like now that I've seen it once every other time that I've seen it, I'm just like I'm ready for it to end um, but it just never really felt rushed to me but um, I, I just they were really they were really shitty on how they handled all of this uh, the man lost his daughter uh, right then no matter even if Zach came out and said no 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 go on without me right then just out of respect for that you should have waited you should have waited you should have waited well, thank God they're not in charge anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Thank God for everybody involved. Uh, Zach, me, you, fans, the world, the economy, <laughs> global warmth. Like, thank, thank, everyone's thankful that they're gone. Um, but no, I'd say the biggest thing that I, 
I, and it's not of big importance, but I do wish we, we kind of saw the context of it, is Barry saving Iris. The main reason why I want to see that is when the f- did he run out of his shoes to save her? Um, that all, every time I watch that trail, well, before they were moved, every time I watch that trail, I'm like, how the hell did he lose his shoes? And I remember the first time I saw, I don't know, I don't know who said it. It might've been Joel. He was like, how did you even notice that? And I'm like, I don't know. It just, it stuck out to me. <laughs> <out of> nowhere. <laughs> he was just shoeless. I'm like, why are you shoeless? Maybe uh, evaporated while he was running. No, very possible. I just would, I just would love to see if that's, if that's like, said to where he's like oh my god i ran so fast i I burned my shoes off um but there's a lot i mean we saw peaks of the um the speed force um Mm -hmm. this will be our first time seeing the speed force outside of uh the tv show um so it'll be interesting to see what he see because in the flash the show grant gust excuse me grant gustin's flash usually when he runs through the speed force he sees things yeah. Um. The first time he ran through the through the Speed Force, he saw Supergirl. He saw um, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. He saw the Flash Hall. Uh, he saw the Flash Ring. So like, he saw a lot of different things. He saw um, Jay Garrick. So um, it'll be interesting in 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 this Speed Force. Does he see things or is it just an experience? Um. So a lot about this is is really cool. Um. W- what else? What else for you? Uh, kind of stands out. No, uh, you touched on it a little bit. The speed force. Um, I'm wondering how they will use it. Um, I'm wondering how Zack Snyder will um show more of it. I want to see more of it at least. Um, maybe it, it. I have no idea. Um, and that's the best thing about it is we have no idea how it works. Well, we all know how it works in the comics and and the TV show, but we don't know how Zack Snyder is going to depict it fully. We only saw like a snippet of it, and I think I think it's really cool that we only saw like a snippet of it. Um, but I really, I'm really, I really can't wait to see um, the full extent of the Speed well, Force in action. What I thought was really interesting was. Zach said what we see from the flash in this directly leads into what we see from the flash in his solo, which is somewhat confusing. Um, because I-, I told you, I'm never a fan of you giving a director a canvas that's already built. Um, I like a director to be able to come in and go. I don't like none of this shit. I'm going to fix it all. Like, I like a director to be able to do that. So I'm curious what Zach sold Warner on for them to keep and to bring to Andy Machete and say, you're using this. Like, like did Zach talk to Andy? Because we know the script was written well before Andy came on. Um, because there's been, I don't know, 500 directors that have come and gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really curious on what Zach is doing in this that sold them to continue it into the flash solo. Um, because this is a movie that we very much could write off. Like literally nothing we see here possibly could even exist past just this. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it'll all be interesting because we've seen Aquaman that's uh, post justice league. We've seen wonder woman that's post justice league. Yeah. And there's no mention of 
shit, we saw this this um big monster or we saw or Flash saw this or, you know, like there's no mention of that. So a lot of that's going to be interesting. And the biggest thing I'm looking forward to with the Flash is when we saw Crisis on Infinite Earths on the CW, when we saw Ezra meet um, Grant Gustin's Flash, the two Flashes met. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes, oh, my God, you're the Flash, too. And he goes, the Flash? And he's like, ah, the Flash. So I'm like, does that, is that implemented? Did he get his name from the other Flash? Like, does any of that play out in in the movie? Because Andy, or the lady that wrote the script did say, I think it was her, somebody, or it could have been Deborah Snyder, somebody said, um, we could see a lot of cameos in, in this Flash movie. Um, I don't need it to be, again, too much. This isn't like a parody movie where you just throw shit in there and see what sticks. Um, everything has to have a point. I'd love for Grant to pop up in this Flash movie. Um, I would love for whoever they want to be there, Jay Garrick, going forward to pop up in this movie. Um, so, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what Zack sets up what his stage is, is uh, sets up for Ezra's Flash going forward. But apparently it has something to do with the, the solo. So I can't wait to see what he does with that. But we haven't really talked about the coup de gras, which is Darkseid himself looking all beastly and godlike. Um, AJ. Right, before we even get that far, I just want to talk about the... Um, criticisms of how dark side looks people are giving me saying he looks too cgi <laughs> I, I i don't understand what you mean by he looks too cgi he is a alien from another planet not of earth um one of the most powerful beings in the dc universe i'd say so, in comic book in the comic book universe i hate when people try to tell me Man, Thanos with the gauntlet would definitely smash Darkseid. I'm like, no. Darkseid with anti-life equation can beat Thanos with the gauntlet. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, first of all, if they were to fight, I would say take away the anti-life equation and the gauntlet and just let two mere gods fight each other. Darkseid is still thrashing Thanos within like the first 20 minutes of that fight. Easily. He's waxing his ass. So I'm like, "Mm, no. No, not at all. That wouldn't even be a, a good fight to watch because it'd be short as hell. Darkseid would wipe the floor with him. But as you're saying, two CGI, I don't know what that means. I don't either. <laughs> I would not want him to be prosthetically done just just because Josh Brolin did it for Thanos. Um, no, that doesn't. He still happen. looks amazing in this, though. No, you don't have to sell me on that. <laughs> I think he looks great. Um, I don't understand the criticism of that. When two CGI, what is what does that mean? I've never heard that. Oh, I gotta, I gotta search myself to see what, see what maybe I can theorize they mean by that. I don't know how that's a bad thing. With two CGI, what? Yeah, uh, people with their criticisms. <laughs> I don't know. So whoever said that was was like. You know what I picture from people that, that have criticisms that are that, like, shallow? Stupid. They yeah. legit watch the trailer and was like, this shit was so fucking good, I gotta hate on something. 
Yo, that CGI shit is is so garbage. Like, that's what I imagine they think. Like, this shit was so good. I gotta find something to hate on. Like, that's what I imagine. Because I'm like, dude, come on, you're you're reaching here. What's what's wrong with how he looks? He looked amazing. The only thing that looked like Dark Side. (laughs) The only thing I'm upset about is we'll we'll get to see Dark Side, but we won't get to see Dark Side fighting Superman. That's the only issue I have. That was the only issue I had when I first saw that. I'm like. Shit, we'll never see that dark side fight super. You never know. We might. Not in this. <laughs> One Not day we might. Shit, AJ. I'm just waiting for them to fucking confirm that we still have a Superman. For me to get excited about oh, that. I need that ASAP. I don't care if we get another director for it. I need it right now. You know what's funny? Everyone's like, Zach has to come back, complete the, the Snyder Cut, or Zach should come back and do Justice League too. How come there's no, like, like fandom that's like, Zach should come back and do Man of Steel too? That's the, it, to me, if there's anything that he should come back and, and, and do something that's a continuation of anything, it'd be that. Because I thought he did a great job with the first one. So I'm like, expand it. What else? I might ask him, I might ask him tomorrow on Vero. <laughs> I mean, why not? Because to me, everyone's like, oh, let's select a different director. And I'm like, sure. If if they go the route of a different director, I I don't care. Just give me more Superman. I could care who I could care less who's directing it, but I'm except like Except for it was Josh Whedon. Oh, yeah, of course, except for Josh Whedon. <laughs> um but I'm like, if anyone was to do Man of Steel 2, what's wrong with Zach? I, I again think the criticism he gets for the first one is completely over exaggerated the first one was a work of art i'm sorry he brought a motion to superman that you're not going to tell me christopher reeves brought to his original superman he that didn't. scene where papa kent is telling him no let me die so you don't reveal yourself to the world go be a child and live your life the way you want to live it that shit's powerful as hell do you know how strong of a human being you have to be to go i'm gonna go ahead and die real quick for my son like what your son could have easily saved you right there, but you risked that so he could have a proper childhood. Mm-hmm. That's some that is next level shit that you weren't getting from those Reeves Supermans. I'm sorry, they did not have emotion like that. You're not telling me the Superman that that became an alcoholic and then could spin around the world to reverse time was giving you heart wrenching shit. Like That's that. stupid. That was the stupidest shit. <laughs> so I'm like, come on now. I'm like, what are people gauging Superman by that? Me flying around the world and reversing time, but I can't snap a neck. What? Come on now. Come on. I love I love how people have to be so like specific and everything has to be perfect. But when it comes to Superman and him going around the world to turn back time, there's no issue with that. None. <laughs> I never hear anyone talk about how stupid that was. No one. They're like, ah, let's just glance over that. It doesn't matter. I'm like, that does matter. That was like the stupidest thing you could have given uh, Superman. That's why I said Superman is probably the greatest overrated character in the history of comic books, only because they write Superman like they fucking write Goku and Dragon Ball Z. Whoever writes them is however powerful Superman is that day. So uh, someone could come in and go, you know what? You know how Superman can literally do everything already and can't die by except for this one crystal that's really hard to get? Let's have it that he can reverse time. What? If I was sitting in that room, I'd be like, why are you giving him more? 
Let's take shit away from him. Let's make it so if you shoot him directly in the chest, he could die. How about that? Let's do that. Let's make him su- let's let's underpower him instead of OP him. So I'm like, I don't know, man. But yeah, I would love for Zach to come back and direct Man of Steel too. Um, that you know, people have been saying JJ Abrams or or, or, or Matt Vaughn great choices jj looks like he's busy building their dark universe matt vaughn looks like he's busy overseeing the next three thousand fucking uh kingsman movies um so i'm like if zach wants to come back let him do that because if he could do that it would shut everybody else up about everything else let him do that focus on that please but um no so i mean speaking of superman I love some of the scenes from Henry Cavill and 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 um, Martha Kent that we got um, from this trailer, and I love the shot of him hugging both Mom Kent and um, uh, Lois Lane. Yeah, I um, love that scene too. Yeah, to me, that those shots are important. After he, you know, after he's reignited by the the mother box, which again, if you're on Vero tomorrow, the biggest question I need you to ask Zach is, Zach. How did BVS end with the the casket shaking? But you're telling me in Justice League he's completely dead. What was shaking the the casket? I thought I thought the shaking of the casket was to show oh he's not dead. But then in Justice League he's like oh, no he's super dead. So what the fu- what was that? There's a huge vibrator. <laughs> That's what I'm like. <laughs> Someone drop a vibrator in the casket with Superman? That's weird. <laughs> Um, but no, um, that was important. Like that shot of him kind of like radiating all the sunlight and, and, you know, the, the cornfields that he's kind of in and he's taking it all in mm-hmm. stuff like that's important. Um, I don't, I don't think that that's, you know, something that you just go, Oh, whatever. That doesn't No, That's, that's important. That's, that's him showing he's gaining that humanity back that you clearly saw he lost between, waking back up and trying to kill the entire justice league um he's gaining all that back everything's coming back to him uh he's becoming the superman that we know um and i love that i I love that i love this the you know obviously the shot of him landing in bruce's lair talking to alfred in the all black suit um that's great i still wish they gave him the facial hair to go to go with the suit but um i thought that was yeah, that was a great shot. Um, and then I can't wait to see him interact with Alfred. Like, you know, if you're Alfred, you're scared of what the last time you saw Superman, he was going out of his mind. So to see him just drop down, you're like, hey, hey, I want no smoke. It's like, oh, no, I'm friendly. Okay, all right. Poof, okay. All right, <laughs> goodness. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, you know, what were your thoughts on some of the Superman shots that we got? Yeah, uh I, I just I just can't wait to see Henry Cavill back again um as Superman. Um this time um with the black suit on, like I already said. Um the black suit looks amazing. Um I wish I at least I hope that we get a lot more um action between Superman and uh Steppenwolf. Um at least a little bit better action instead of Superman just destroying him without breaking the sweat. I felt that was kind of weird. I also um, don't need it to be as quippy. 
Yeah, um, <laughs> that was also way off. Um, his conversation with Batman, I thought, was so cringy. In in that scene, it, the dialogue as a whole. I don't, I don't not, not like, I don't not like, what the, that that is something Batman would not ever say. I'm like, first of all, the guy that has blueprints in his computer that could kill every one of you should never sound that starstruck. Like he should never look at Superman and go, oh my God, I can't believe like Superman's here. Like, this is crazy. Like I'm nervous. What? I have a way to murder you in my in my MacBook, like I should not be that starstruck that you're here helping us. Like, come on, what? I don't know what the fuck Josh Whedon was thinking. And again, Superman is not Deadpool or Spider Man. I don't need him to have all those quips. The guy that should have those quips, you didn't give to, and that's the Flash. That's the guy that should be quipping uh, all up and down the line. I don't need that from Superman. Like it was just like it was almost nauseating how quippy he was in that. It was like, oh, enough! I'm gonna throw up. God. Yeah that that was that was a no go right there. Um, I also can't wait to see more of um, uh, Cyborg's backstory. Um, the football game. The sure. football game looks really really cool. I'm excited to see that. Um, I wonder if there's more. Um, seeing his emotions, seeing him see his um dad die, I thought looked cool as well. Yeah, for sure, because um, it was one of those things where it's like that's an added dimension of the guilt that he kind of carries. Um, because remember, that's the whole I hated you know, I hated you because you did you chose science over coming to my game, you know, how important this was. We know in the comics, Victor's dad was very much like. You, you should use your brain more and not try to play sports. Like, that's for dumb people. Like, you, you're you smarter than that. And it's like, but I'm really good at this shit, Dad. And it's like, I don't really care. Um, So I'm like, that's important. And then, you know, spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't watched Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol took a really weird turn on how they did their cyborg. I don't want to spoil this for you. Have you seen Doom? You have seen Doom Patrol, right? Yeah. Okay. So in Doom Patrol, uh, Cyborg kind of freaks out and kills his mom uh, accidentally. So the, he lives with the guilt of that, and then he lives with the guilt of almost killing his dad. Um, so they went the different route with that. So I'm like, these are important emotions to these characters. And I'm like, the fact that you kept in Barry visiting his dad, you understood how important that was. Why wouldn't you keep in how important it is for Cyborg's backstory? A lot of people don't know who the hell Cyborg is. It's more important to flesh that character out than the character that we see fleshed out every fucking Tuesday, eight o'clock. <laughs> so I'm like, we know the Flash. We know the Flash. Wait, what are you saying? Racism. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Um, so I'm like, to me, that was so confusing. I'm like, you're hammering home, like, why this is important to Barry. And I'm like, you're legit just like, eh, it's the guy, you know, he's half robot, half human, whatever. Like, no, that's important. Tell me more about him. <laughs> like, who is this guy? Like, at least Flash can fall back on every Tuesday at eight o'clock, you know, September. And he's in his own movie. <laughs> in his own movie. Um, so I'm like, Cyborg is very important to flesh out more so than any other character in that movie because not a lot, he doesn't have the worldwide 
uh, backing like the rest of these characters do. Wonder Woman's been around since forever. Aquaman's been the biggest joke of DC since forever. Batman is Batman. Superman is Superman. And Flash, we've been watching for the past five, six years on TV. We get it. There's not much more you can show us that we don't know. Cyborg is the guy that you got to flesh out more. And I'm like, I, when Ray Fisher was like, oh, no, they were racist. I'm like, Ray, you didn't have to tell us that. You legit had like 10 minutes in this movie. Like, I, I understood it from that. Like, that's what told me they were racist. Like, you're barely in this movie, right? Um, and when you were, you were barely talking, you know? So I'm like, and then your Booyah was, you know what his Booyah reminded me of, AJ? You Did you see the first G.I. Joe movie? Uh, yeah. All right. Remember when he said, go Joe, and it was just so uninspired? It was just uh-huh. like, it was so random, so weirdly put. And it was just like, this is garbage. This is not how they did this shit in the show. That's how I thought his booyah was. It was just, booyah. Was, what the, f- what was that? Where's the excitement? Like, come on now. So I'm like, hopefully Zach understands Cyborg a lot more than obviously we did and could flesh it out. Um, but to be fair, as, as much as I do agree, there was a lot of uh, racial tendencies happening behind the scenes. This is the same director that couldn't get Ultron right. So I'm like, maybe it's just a robot thing with with uh Josh. With Josh Weed. Maybe he just doesn't understand robots because the fact Whoa. that you made the fact that you made Ultron a carbon copy of Tony Stark was just like is Tony Stark not enough? You gotta give me another fucking Tony Stark. Like, why are you wasting James Spader like this? Like what what are you doing? And and what upset me was AJ, they marketed the, the first trailer to be like this super scary, spooky Ultron villain. Yeah. You get to the movie and he's quippy and you're like, did he just fucking tell a joke? What what am I watching? Like what is, what is this? I fucking hate Josh Whedon. Anyway, um yeah, so I, I'm excited to see what Zach does. I want to see more Joe Manganiello. I want to see more Jared Leto. I want to see more Ray Fisher. Um I really can't wait to see that one scene of Wonder Woman seeing the the art of of uh dark side and do we get any yeah, dialogue? I can't wait for that. do we get any dialogue I, between her and dark side or is that just her kind of being mesmerized by by the the history of it the mythology mm-hmm. of it? so yeah, so yeah, I'm really yeah um i can't wait to see what gaga has more to offer in this because in justice league josh used her as he, he just used her poorly. <laughs> that that's all I'm going to put it as. He just used um, Wonder Woman poorly. Um, and yeah. Zach Snyder understands the character more than Josh, um, <laughs> obviously. So I just can't wait to see more of her interaction with the other Justice League members from Cyborg, Batman, Superman, Flash. And not be awkward every <laughs> every twenty seconds. So yeah, yeah. This this movie was definitely making its uh its case on how uncomfortable can I make these these actors? Like, obviously, all time uncomfortable is definitely fan four stick, and I hate to say that because really good friends with the director after our interview, but the, the dialogue was just like that's not how people talk. Like, I, I no one's ever talked to another individual like that. Justice League was pretty close to that uncomfortable. Um, but 
yeah, no, I'm really excited for all this, man. If if I had to choose to what I'm most excited for, it's what he's going to do with Jared Leto and Joe Manganiello. That's what mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to the most, mainly because I thought Justice League was subpar, so this could only be a step up, um, you know, so I'm not really concerned on, well, is it going to be good? Justice League was such a mediocre uh, pile of dog doo-doo. You can only go up from there. You can't get worse. So I'm like, that's already covered. It, it's, it automatically is going to look better. Um, but if I had to choose something I'm looking forward to the most, more Joker, more Deathstroke. I'll say, for me, it's everything. Uh, four hours of pure greatness and has nothing to do with Josh Whedon's cut. So it's everything for me. Yeah. Um, if I was be if I was to be specific, uh, uh, Ray Fisher's um, Cyborg. I can't wait to see a lot more stuff from him. I will say, Warner Brothers, out of respect, when this when this is ready to drop, you gotta remove Justice League from your from HBO Max for like till this. You gotta give this at least three months to be the only Justice League that's on that app. And then you can slowly work back in the, the theatrical cut. But for a while, this should be the only cut of Justice League that's on that site. The only. I think they said that, that was they're going to take off the Justice League, the 2017 version. I'd be happy if we can forget that shit even existed. Let's do that. Let's do that. Um, but AJ, do you got anything else to add about the Snyder Cut, man? Uh, nope. I'm good. I'm satisfied. We did a great job breaking down what to expect, what we expect. We went off on tangents, as we always do, uh, but that's what makes our show so special. We give you what you don't expect. Um, But all right, guys, so stay tuned. We will be having a special episode of Star Wars Saturday. Uh, You will be seeing the Council of Jedi. Um, Oh, me, Dakota, and AJ will be breaking down everything Star Wars that we have missed since we have taken our hiatus. Um, yes, we get it. The name is Star Wars Saturday, but it probably won't be dropping on the Saturday, so bear with us. But stay tuned for that, and stay tuned for us breaking down this this new trailer that Zach's supposed to be giving us this week. Um, hope you guys enjoyed our Miles Morales uh, PS5 storyline breakdown, and us breaking down our most controversial episode of our breakdowns, which is why the Nolanites overrate those three movies. Um, by the way, AJ, remember this day that I I coined the phrase Nolanites. Because when you start hearing that and then everyone's just running away with it, you'd be like, Jawan created that shit, man. Like y'all, y'all are definitely jacking him. Um, but stay tuned, guys. We have so much content coming your way. Me and AJ went on a Potapalooza this week with podcasts. So I hope you guys all enjoy. Please like, share, subscribe. Um, let us know your thoughts, man. I know a lot of you are going to disagree with our Batman take. Let us hear it. I know you guys are going to disagree with our Snyder Cut take. Let us hear it. Um, we love talking to you guys. So the more hate, the better. Uh, But until next time, guys, peace. Peace.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.